Hello everyone, welcome to Basket News Talks. Uh, we have Fenerbahce Istanbul head coach uh, Dimitris Itudis. Hello coach. Hello. Not Dimitrios Itudios as somebody in Belgium may think and it was it was pretty hilarious situation. When was the last time you weren't recognized in the basketball community, not just some random place in Istanbul or, or in the United States, but in a basketball environment? Well, I, I haven't felt like, first of all, thank you for having me over here and uh, thank you for the invitation. Second of all, it doesn't matter like uh, if I'm recognized or not, who cares about that? So it's uh, the only thing I care is like each and everyone has to do his job. So if he has to do a job to pronounce correctly uh, the name, he just ask here. It was not only my name, also he couldn't pronounce Kalaizaki's name, so... He didn't even start. And I, I don't say it, was, it is easy, maybe it's probably com compli complicated for him to pronounce, like probably for me it's to pronounce his name, but his obligation is to know, so... But anyhow, so I corrected him, like everybody yeah. would have done. But putting jokes aside, as we discussed with my colleague, uh, is it nothing or it also kind of says something about the European basketball situation and state and just in Europe, not just in the entire world, but yeah. in Europe. And it, maybe it is a problem which also EuroLeague tries to solve, trying to make this game more popular and, you know, making it more profitable. <sighs> um, unfortunately, I have to agree with you. Um, there are a lot of people that they're not professional out there. And um, they heard our sport. Our sport is so good. Our sport has so much of a potential. It's so, you know, uh, it's fantastic to watch basketball game. Um, the, one of the last analysis that I've heard from people that they're um, strategically analyzing the the age, the average of uh, age of the fans. It says that our fans are getting older. Uh, we need to attract more young generations. I'm happy that uh, the last exposure of national team of Greece as I was told, um, increased the number drastically, over 20% more uh, kids. Um, they went to different academies, basketball academies. We had kind of um, over 60% of, um, you know, audience watching games of National Team of Greece, which is close to 6 million people at least. Uh, so those are good numbers. So it shows that the, the sport is nice. It shows, I mean, I, I don't want this kind of proofs to even uh, love what I what I love to do and the sport that I love, but it's it's a, just an indication for people that they work out there. The people are waiting to see the best, uh, the best players to to, to perform. Uh, people out there they want um, uh, equal competition and um, a fair competition, which is not given unfortunately through that through these w windows. We need to to agree. You like it, you don't like it. I don't know to whom we we refer Euroleague after NBA is the best competition by far. And, and it's proven and it's good and it's healthy for, for basketball. Now, why they don't have this kind of communication? That's on them to, to answer. Actually, it will be nice for you as a proposal, I'm telling you, to, to have a common conversation with the heads of uh, FIBA and the heads of Yearly. Why not? So I'm challenging you, go make it. Yeah, we'll try. We'll try after this uh, Istanbul uh, trip. You mentioned a good thing about the national team, uh, national teams and windows, because one of the ideas was to make the game more popular with bringing national teams and the stars of these national teams to different cities throughout the season. But do you think it really works without having the NBA players, without well, having the main stars? Yeah, do you have any alternatives for windows without NBA players? That's not an equal competition, unfortunately. Uh, I have coached a different team on uh, 
Friday and I have coached a different team on, uh, on, on Saturday or Sunday before the trip. And the team, of, unfortunately, we, we, we have coached, uh, or the coaches, my assistant coaches, they have coached because due to my um, responsibilities uh, here in Fenerbahce and given this opportunity, I want to thank once again publicly Fenerbahce because on my contract exists that I, I'm not allowed to go to the windows of Fenerbahce with goodwill and uh, open mind allow me, allow Turkish players, allow Nikolathis and allow Guduric to go to play for their national teams. And that's huge. That's, that's not just an easy thing, right? That's, uh, but why we have to be, or clubs, to, uh, to be in this kind of situation, like players to choose, players to be threatened, players to be whatever it is out there. Now, in, in general, not, not in Greece, in, in Lithuania, in uh, Spain, in, in Germany, in Turkey, or wh whatever it is. So that's not a stability. That's not what the fans are looking. Um, we're just masking the problem. We're saying, okay, we play uh, in, a, in, a, in a full gym in, 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 in Creta. People there motivated to watch the national team, but which national team they watched. So, you know, they want to watch the best. And now you touch something which I already uh, mentioned, like they put EuroLeague uh, players and coaches to trouble. And let's don't forget this year we have four EuroLeague coaches, active EuroLeague coaches that they coach national teams. So they said, all right, the problem is only on EuroLeague uh, players or players that they play Champions League FIBA competition. But NBA, it's okay. Why is okay? I don't understand. Why is okay? Another question, we have referees. Actually, I'll start it like this. We have EuroLeague players that they are allowed to play in FIBA competition, right? Why the referees of EuroLeague that don't have a right to play in FIBA competition? Did you get that uh, answer? Did you, did you we tried. place that We question? asked in the press conference. And? And they said that referees don't uh, don't meet their special criteria that they have analyzing uh, the referees, um, let's say, skill to be able to uh, participate in the competition. Oh, so they, they, they do because have they the skills for EuroLeague, they, but they don't, don't have for FIBA. Exactly. They don't participate let's, let's, in Windows, so they cannot analyze If we're going to judge right, to mask the problem, we yeah. can use whatever we want. Let's be uh, honest. The people, they, they want honesty out there. Let's, let's admit that there is a problem out there. Let's admit that there is a disagreement, and therefore, because of this disagreement, I, I'm not saying who is right or wrong. I'm saying what are the facts. I don't want somebody to be right or wrong. I want basketball to be right. I want fans to have the best uh, competition out there. I want more fans to, to love this sport, more people to get involved to, to this sport. Like this, with this 20% in, in Greece, or uh, probably 60% in Spain, will have the, the future generations that they will know the basics of basketball. They will be healthy fans because they, they know the basics, they know the rules. That's what I wanted to ask you. Do you see any alternatives for FIBA windows without NBA players or we should just get rid of this window idea during the season to have the best players in summer and trying to put something like windows or something with the NBA guys being available to play? Well, allow me to, um, to express my opinion if, if I'm called to or if I'm asked um, from people that they are very serious and also that they are leading and they love this sport. So over here, I'm just um, giving you the facts and the facts that were frustrated for many people that I talk uh, with. That's, that's outrageous. That's not normal. In 2022, 
the coach of national team, any coach of national team, cannot choose the best players together with his coaching staff that based on their performance, health, loading, are available for the, the team. We have so many obstacles and that's, that's it. Directly, why? What's the reason to have these obstacles? What what they want to accomplish with that? So what about this Windows thing? Do you think this is I, a bad listen, idea? I, I, I mean, I have so many ideas which I'm gonna share if I'm, uh, I'm asked. This is more of a closed door situation, but I cannot close it anymore uh, in uh, in a in a space that I'm, I'm not heard because this needs to be heard. Uh, you know, the, the, somebody has to, you know, take some measures. This is not a, the, I'm not pointing the finger, I'm not accusing. That's the fact. How a coach or a player will perform under the best circumstances when he has one practice and first time he sees the other guy. How? How you can accomplish in a team sport a chemistry that is necessary to perform the best? How? How is that possible? I talked with uh, Nikola and he's uh, one of the members of EuroLeague Players Association and he said that they're going to come up with some suggestions for, for the EuroLeague, maybe for, for FIBA, Bosch and Nagbar also mentioned something like that. And you as the president of the EuroLeague Head Coaching Board, are you also uh, trying to uh, make some, um, I don't know, letter to FIBA, to EuroLeague and to, to share your ideas, how the calendar thing should be solved, how this national team uh, thing should be solved as well? well do you believe that it you know, this initiative from the players, from the coaches, from the best players and coaches we have in Europe could, you know, be heard or could have any impact for future decisions? Well, I, I hope that uh, that's the meaning of collabor collaboration. And uh, I hope that the voice of players, which is the main actors uh, on that, uh, as you heard Papa Nicolaou or Lanzakis was talking, is like, we are like, like a ping pong. Here we are, we have to decide this, that, going here, going there in four days changing four planes, not different environment. We don't know each other. We don't have a chemistry. We've been called, if we're not going, we're going to be traitors to the national team. If we go, we're going to be probably accused by the club or whatever. Why the players to, to be in this situation? What is the reason? To expose the players? To expose what? You know, so now I, I hope that we're all going to sit in the a, in a same table. And I do prepare because your question has a multiple, uh, um, let's say, topics. Uh, I, I did send my emails to, because I'm also a member of the uh, World Association of Coaches, and I, I did send my some proposals regarding timeouts, regarding the the development of the game. You know, if I'm going to be asked together with other colleagues or players, mainly the players, to understand what they're going through. Speaking of chemistry, you had a chance to build a chemistry uh, this summer with the Greece national team and there was one, I would say, beautiful moment uh, after the Eurobasket, after your last game uh, against Germany, you had the press conference, then you had this media session with foreign media and mix zone and I noticed that Tanasi Santatokounmpo uh, was waiting for you and after you finished your uh, interview, you guys kind of hugged each other and just went to the locker room and I believe that it speaks a lot about the chemistry of the team facing a painful loss in the quarterfinal, one of the probably the most painful stage of any competition. Uh, how did you manage to build that kind of chemistry? How did you manage to 
to stay, I would say, together after this loss because usually how it goes here in Europe, you know, and especially in, in big basketball and emotional countries is like the team is losing earlier than everybody expects or they want medals. Team loses earlier, they want everybody out, they think that all the players are bad, and it's really hard to stay together in that kind of situation. But that that moment with Tanasis, with you, it was it was very interesting. And maybe it illustrates kind of a mental change in, in Greece. Well, um so many so many things that you uh, are interesting that you put in this uh, topic now. In 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 basketball and in life. You, in, if you want to win, you, you need to know to, to lose. You, you have to know to lose. If you don't accept the loss, if you don't understand how you, you lost, why you lost, if you don't know the why, and if you don't, you know, uh, lose out there, then you will never grow up, you will never win. You said that we build a good atmosphere and a good chemistry. We, we have not incomplete. We did not have the time and the lack of being all together. We have never practiced all together. We have many injuries. Yeah. You cannot build a chemistry within 30 days when you miss Antetokubo one. I mean, Yanis, you, you miss Costas, you miss Papa Petro, you miss Lucas. Uh, you, you miss uh, then for one period uh, uh, Laredzakis, then you miss uh, Bohoridis, then Papa Yanis was the mo most... How are you going to build the chemistry? Off-court chemistry, let's see. Off-court chemistry, we sat down and we said how the things can be and we have had this tremendous love from the fans Let's don't forget that the games we have played in Oaxaca, there were uh, four games, if I'm not mistaken, that they gathered over there like more than 80,000 people. It was huge. It was, so that shows that the people, they want to see the best. They want to see the best players. They want to see the players that they believe that they can bring something beautiful on the court. If they... Uh, their synergy and their cooperation and their chemistry works and it, it reflects to the, the public as well. Uh, you know, people are not going through the, the best time. Uh, financially, uh, crisis, wars out there, climate changes. Um, you know, there are a lot of, um, a lot of negativity, I, I would say. And, and they want some moment of anxiety, moment of joy and this uh, this national team at least talking about speaking about Greece was 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 giving that back to the society and we were um you know we were accepting that as a, as a as a fact that you know we winning or losing uh you're there you're fighting and you know we are the fact that you said that you're going to be committed the fact that you said even you're going to be heard or you know it's not going to be your best day you're going to fight for the national team because let's let's figure it out and that's the point. That's what I'm saying to my players. They're not playing for me. I, I have a huge respect to the players and I, I really appreciate the fact that they respect me and my uh, assistant coaches, uh, but they represent their countries. Uh, so it's, it's beyond any coach or something. You're going over there for the national anthem. You're going over there for your country. So you're not playing just for, you know, for yourself or for the coach. You're playing for your, for your country. And that's beyond any other. Um, term that we can explain. That doesn't mean that we have to refer the national team into a, or strategize that, strategize that into politics or into a, a other things away from me. That's a sport. That is a fight. That is a physical contact. But in a sports manner, that's why we have officiators. That they can, you know, challenge us or they can say, set the limits, following the rules. 
that's the, the, the good thing of the sport. We were doing a contact sport, but we have also officials that they can say this is a limit, foul. That's a penalty, out, etc., etc. So you need to respect the, the game. And uh, I mean, we, 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 we had a joy and uh, how we manage, uh, we manage because the, the new um, federation with the head of Mr. Llolius as a president of the federation and all the players, ex-players, Nikos Isis or Dimos Dikudis or now Diamantidis or Tsatsaris, you know, that they went through this process. They um, <clears throat> sat down analyze their their point of view, work together all, and we try to make it the easiest uh, and the, the best way for the players. That doesn't mean that is the easiest way because I was like uh, uh, mistaken when I was saying easiest, but the most uh, smoothest way for the player to work hard, uh, to have also his relatives there, to have a good food, to have a good uh, rest, to have a good uh, uh, recovery, uh, physicians, ma masseuse and everything to, to be over there uh, or to help the players, because that's the that's the point. So that, on that fact, and on that thing, because Mr. Llolio sent his associate, they were open-minded, and they invest a lot into that. Players, they see the the difference for sure. You had a chance to coach probably the biggest status and highest level player you ever uh, coach. Did it did it require kind of a different approach? the way you try to approach Yanis and Tatukumbo, how to build the team around him, because he's not just the, one of the best players in the world. He also has some kind of, you know, unique skill set that is also, that requires the adjustment in FIBA basketball. It's just like having Formula racing car in streets of Athens, Monaco, or, or, or whatever. Did it require some fundamental ch fundamental changes from, from your sides approaching that challenge to build a team with Yanis and around Yanis? Well, if you put the, probably the car formula in in Athens streets, okay, and it, it, it requires a lot of changes from the Athens streets to, to put the formula. But you see in Monaco, they did certain adjustments. So we have a Formula One in Monaco. I will, I will welcome the Formula One in Athens though. Uh, so yeah, you, you, you need to make a certain adjustments in, in terms of um, uh, strategy, in terms of spacing, in terms of um, analyzing the, the opponents, the way they're going to play, the, the wall in Europe. No three-second violation, and it, that that goes to each and every player, but is uh, more to Yanis because he's playing a lot um, also with his instinct and his talent and attacking the basket face to the basket and creating things for himself or for his teammates. But regarding the um, cooperation was, I will say, very smoothly. I mean, coach Yanis wants to be coached, and that starts from his humbleness. And um, the fact that he li likes the sport and he is a living example. So uh, on that term, it was it was easy. I mean, I talked with him. I uh, I had a dinner or lunches or individual talks, and and you know he's leading by example. So he's getting more mature, uh, been through throughout the um, uh, many punches in uh, European scene and. Uh, uh, grew up as a, one of the best right now, in, in, if not the best in, in, in the world. Won the championship, won many individual titles. So one title he had not won is this, like a, a medal with uh, his national team. And I, I wish him that either, either if I'm the coach or another, and any other coach can, can be over there and help Greek national team to win with Yanis uh, and, and the other kids and the other players. So it, it was, it was, Smooth, I will say, normal, but at the same time, very interesting. In, in the aspect of approaching and working with a player that is an asset 
for an NBA team, it is different because there were six people from Milwaukee Banks that the, they were, we had to work daily basis together on how Yanis has to be treated, the, you know, uh, in terms of loading, in terms of uh, the pain he may, he may have uh, and everything. So it's not, it's not as it is with the European players. Well, maybe we're going to come to that point where, you know, Olympiakos will come and say, okay, manage just look at this way. Or Partizan will come and say, manage Papa Petro this way. Or Fenerbahce will come and say, manage Galatas this way. Is it good or bad then? Because if I don't know. Be I, I, leave teams. It, I leave it to you. I leave it to FIBA. I leave it to anybody to think. How did you grow uh, as a coach? Grew as a coach from that experience, coaching coaching Giannis? Unique person, unique player. Um, I'm, I'm getting smarter and, uh, and I'm learning from you from uh, each each day and from you know out there you have an open uh, library that's a, that's a, that's an open library for me and uh, uh, many books to be written and pages so I, I got better working not only with Yanis with uh, Slukas with Papa Petro with Papa Nicolau with Larenzakis with uh, uh, all these uh, uh, guys that they want to help the the team you know um, it's it's amazing the when you, you when you you know defend the color of your your, your country how the um, you, you you transform as a player and as a as an entity but you need time as i said to, to build a chemistry let's be honest how you're going to have a synergy and understanding and automatism uh, when you spend one day together how you know but for instance salburis that he played he had played con continuously 20 minutes on the court on that Let's let's so call it final game for for us. He, he proved that you know he earned his minutes. I ain't, I ain't gave him just minutes because I like him or something. He gave back to the team. And let's let's face something. Who are the players that they contribute the, the most? Not only in our national team, but in Turkish national team, in Lithuanian. Those that they have a role in in their teams. Larenzakis has a role in his team. Papa Nicolau has a role in his team. Kalathis obviously has a role in his team. Salburis now in Spain has a role in his team, etc. So. That's why I said that the coach needs to choose among the best at that moment with his assistants and not to have obstacles to go. Who, who, I, have, who I have tomorrow in practice? This. Then the practice comes, oh, coach, you don't have him. But you told me, yeah, but this. So, come on. What did, did you notice from Yanis' hungerness uh, for for the middle of the Greek national team? He was very hungry for the NBA title before I, I read his book. The way he transformed himself, the way he always tried to develop to put himself in a better situation to win the title. What, what did you notice about this? Him being hungry and how 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 Yanis Antetokounmpo hungry looks like for that kind of goal for for his country. Well. Uh... Giannis is, uh, as I said, is humble. He, he, he has his both feet on, on the ground and uh, he has a lot to, to grow as a player. He knows that. You know, there is a lot of development over there to, to happen. He needs to evolve his game in a, in a European scene, uh, working with a certain adjustments that other teams are doing because of his uh, characteristics and skills and advantages and disadvantages he may have in his game. So it's, it's, it's obvious. So that fact that he is open to discuss and to uh, discover new, new ways of 
how to help the team and his teammates, it makes him also very important for the team and for, for the chemistry. But I said again, it's not about, it's not about one player. Uh, never one player had won something. He, he needs Lucas, he needs Papagianis, he needs his brothers, he needs... Actually, all, they are all his brothers in the national team. They, they, they have, everybody recognizes his, uh, um, you know, unique talent, ways of scoring the ball, ways of creating for the others. This is the best in the world. But all the, the best in the world, they need also uh, the job that needs to be done from Ludis, let's say, to pressure the ball and steal a couple of balls or sacrifice his body, etc. Just giving an example. So that probably explains why sometimes you got angry when journalists or, let's say, fans thought that if you have Jokic, Doncic, or Yanis, it suddenly makes you a title team, title contender team, and everybody treated your loss to Germany, not everybody, but some treated your loss to Germany as some kind of expect upset because, oh, you had Yanis, you had to go uh, all the way. So probably that's what people are missing, uh, just watching these big, big, you know, fishes. Did Germany had eight, two division players? Or second league players they had? They had a wonderful team, actually. Oh, they had also some... Yeah. You know, NBA players, of course. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm, I'm happy because we lost. I, of course, I, yeah. you know, we, we lost for, you know, we're not playing out there uh, alone. Or Serbia that you mentioned, or I don't know who, or Lithuania. If something is wrong, hey, it's wrong. For sure something is going wrong. The other team played better, for sure. Like, how is it over here now I'm going uh, to, to analyze the details? I'm analyzing the details with my assistant coaches and my players. We're not playing alone. Now, you're giving the favorites, you're making the favorites. All right, how one team can be a favorite if he had had uh, until the third game of the first round, two players sided uh, and decided to go because we're not privileged uh, enough as probably your country or maybe friends to choose among six bigs or Turkey, let's say six bigs and maybe five guards or, you know, we were limited, so we, we were carrying two hypothetically players that they may come back according to the medical also examination expectation. And thank God Papagianis was good, he would start performing. And then Costa started performing, he was not at his best. Uh, and Costa Santitokubo, I want to say. So, you know, so we did our efforts over there. It didn't work on this third quarter. It was. Uh, catastrophic for us in, in, in terms of this game, but that's the, that's the beauty of the game and that's the game. I went out there and I took my responsibility. We're talking too much now about that. I think that, you know, I repeated, I repeated so many times. That's the, that's the competition. You're, you're playing one game. So this one day that Germany have had extra, it worked. You know that Germany had, have had one more day to rest. So Wagner, that he had rest after the injury he have had with the ankle, sprained ankle, this extra day, he helped. And it's good that he helped. The great players, they need to play. They need to play. They need to play. But we had one, one day less. So that, that also matters. But that's the competition. Tomorrow, my Greece have an extra day and Germany will not have or whatever. So that's how the competition is. But the details are are those uh, that uh, I mentioned. Those are the, the, the facts. You spent 13 years as the assistant coach of Panathinaikos, then eight years as the head coach of, of CSKA. 
and now you're starting a new chapter with Fenerbahce. What do you love the most about this fresh start? Because usually when we start some new chapter after being loyal or spending a lot of time in one place, it should be inspiring. It should be very exciting because you can start things in kind of new way, right? What, what do you enjoy the most about this uh, new chapter so far? First of all, let me tell you something since you talked to me, to me uh, about me and then we're going to talk about this privilege to work in Fenerbahce and not because I'm neglecting the, the first part is very important, but I'm just saying in terms of uh, me, I'm, I have left in my tongue a lot, so I'm motivated to come to, to practice. I'm motivated to fulfill tasks and I'm motivated to uh, help other people. Uh, other people that you don't know, you will never met or never will tell you that I have, uh, I have helped them. So um, there, there are so many opportunities to, you know, to serve to the, uh, to the community that you live. And um, I will not lie if I'm saying that uh, um, one dream came true that uh, me working for Fenerbahce was, it was something that I wanted so much. And uh, uh, what motivates, motivates, motivates me the most is that uh, I see the motivation in the eyes of uh, our boss, our, uh, uh, Mr. Coach or uh, Sir Touch or uh, management and of course the fans. So that when you have uh, 30 million more fans over there, that they are, they they are, they have a huge respect to the opponents, huge respect to the um, to the competition. They do know that we're not playing alone. They do know that things will not happen over the night. You know that it requires a lot of effort from each and every one. But the, you know when you see people that they are uh, highly motivated and they have a dream. You, you can't be behind, then you're going to be left behind. So I, I'm not this type of a person. That's why I started talking about that, that part. So I think that we matched uh, good, not only me, my, my assistant coaches, the management. So we are, we're creating something which is uh, familiar to what our, uh, our management wants to, to see out there. We're going to fight and we're going to play for 30 million fans. We're going to play for the idea. We're going to play for the, you know, for the, for Fenerbahce. It's it's not the same when you have a full gym when you have I don't know six six and a half thousand year tickets already uh, sold or tomorrow we're gonna have a sold out so that's a huge motivation. When you started coaching at Ceska, you already had a big core coming from the previous season. In this situation, you had more flexibility to to bring your players to make uh, signings. Of course, uh, what the free agency allowed, what the current market situation allowed. What was your idea? How did you want to build your team and to start the, this new chapter from a new um, background, let's say, of, of of your team? So you mentioned CSKA, and it was like that. It was an, um, it was a privilege to work for CSKA, and given the opportunity, I want to say again. Thank you for Andre and Norris Nikhil and everybody who I work with, Natasha, Andre and the fans. Let's don't forget that uh, when I went over there, the, um, the average of fans that were close to 2,700, 3,000, and we went to 8,000 average fans means that the basketball team did create something good that attract people and the management did something good that attract people. So uh, we reach a different uh, dimension in terms of uh, um, visibility and uh, in terms of uh, publicity because basketball is not among the first sports in in, in the country of Russia. Um, so it was a it was a, an amazing chapter uh, and always thankful and you know I made create a friendship that will last for forever. Uh, we have had though the opportunity to modify the team and uh, since you're talking about the recruiting and uh, the structure of the team, uh, I was very 
privilege to work 13 years with Zurich uh, Panathinaikos in a great club with a great base of fans as well, like in a great country, my country, Greece, and uh, create some something which was uh, unforgettable uh, and uh, gave the boost and um, create, um, I would say, a school of, of basketball and a school of thinking. Um, and, you know, uh, in these 13 years in Panathinaikos, we, we have had three different generations if I may call it like that. And we can put the names down or you can do the equation. In CSK, in eight years, we have had three generations past. But the, what, what actually makes us all proud is that the number of, two, of 22 new EuroLeague champions, players, 22 new players became for first time in their career EuroLeague champions. Some of them for first time in their career VTB champions. But the 22 of them First time in their career became Euroleague champions. Nando De Colo first time became a Euroleague champion with CSK. Milos Teodosic's first time became a Euroleague champion. Those are the facts. We have had only two players, actually three players with Hriapa, Karl Heinz and Chacho Rodriguez that they already had a significant role and they were Euroleague champions. All the rest, Corey Higgins, Will Clyburn, Othello Hunter, you know, Lalek Peters, like I, I can say, uh, you know, many, many, many of them, Nikita Kurbanov, that he was, uh, uh, you know, Vitaly Fridzon or uh, Korobkov or uh, Dima Kulagin, 22 of them. That's a badge. That's a badge for the, for the club. That's a badge for the, for the history. That's, that's what, what has to, to stay it means that the environment, the culture, it was successful. So, you know, right now, over here, uh, we have players that they have a certain, um, qualities, as you mentioned, correct, given uh, the market, given the different timing of the market, players they want, okay, Koji, I want to come to Fenerbahce, but let me stay one month to see if I go to the NBA. Who can stay? Who can wait for one month? What if after one month you say, I go to the NBA, where I'm going to go, like I, I lost another five players? So let, just, you need to translate that to to the audience to, to know where we're going through. It's not about, you know, soccer, you have all these players, or, or NBA, you have this, this is the timeline, you choose, you're good. You, and then you can be evaluating what you chose. Over here we have budget, as you said, uh, circumstances, uh, choices of the players, including now the G League. You know, players that choose more easy the, to stay in G League, financially now is better. And also the opportunities are given uh, to play to the NBA, even with 10 days contract is even more and more. So yeah, over here we, we have brought, an, uh, the, the first thing we, which we have to mention is that um, what we agreed with uh, Derry and Maurizio is that we need to bring over here people and uh, keep people over here that they want to play for Fenerbahce. They want to play for this idea. They want to play for this club. They want to play for these funds. You know, that the, and here, uh, out there, there are the 16 that they wanted to do that. You know, they want to play for this club. They want to do also some sacrifices. Financially, you want uh, uh, minutes uh, given because when you're in a competitive team, you know that you might have um, moments that you're playing, other moments that you're not playing. As soon as the team uh, wins and, you know, wins not only the, the results, taking the results, wins something in the process because the process is important. So we have over here players that they want to play for, for us, they want to play for this club. And just the last question about uh, facing Panathinaikos on, on Friday. 
it's been 10 years since since you left Panathinaikos and in one of your interviews before the season for Sport TV in, in Turkey, you said one beautiful thing that Ganakopoulos family supported the dream of yours, of all the head coaches, of players and of fans of Panathinaikos. But what do you think uh, about the current situation of Panathinaikos and the current direction the team is, 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 is heading to? Well, that's the truth. You know, uh, family Yanakopoulos and family Kokalis back then and now, you know, they kept also in a, I will say in the difficult years when, the, when Greece was preparing for the Olympic Games, they kept the dream on. <laughs> you know, that's, that's not an easy thing. Uh, and uh, they did that so openly and, and with, uh, with uh, you know, uh, a pure love towards the, their passion. You know, Panathinaikos was their passion, uh, and uh, you know, working, working for such a family and working for such people is uh, just a privilege. Those that can be our fathers out there, they were first in in, in job. You know, they 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 were living an example. They they're successful, but still they're gonna go. I don't know, eight o'clock. They're gonna show up in their office. So that that shows how much they have left in their tank. Now I'm. It's it, Panathinaikos still remains that they create a great roster. If we're talking about the Friday tomorrow's game, they they have shown the, their ambition by bringing a very good scorer, by by trying to rebuild, by trying to you know make moves. That shows how how ambitious they are, and really they they have some some great players out there like like, like Marius Grigonis, like uh, Lee, like uh, you know Papayanis, like uh, brother Kalaizakis, like they break uh, brought. Uh, as I said, Bacon or, you know, they, they have many, many of them. Walters, I, I can mention all, all the roster. That, that's a, that's a great roster. That's a, that's a very good team. So they show that, um, the, the ambition is there. Okay, coach. That was Dimitris Satoudis. Thanks a lot for this Thank conversation. You. Thank you.